You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem Yisrael 5781, 2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Bolok. Parsha's Bolok is always a wonderful time for me. It's the completion of a round of the Torah. Now it's 14 years. Baruch Hashem, every single week, we've been zochah to put out a Parsha podcast with our Torah on the Parsha. And I thank you all for continuing to watch and listen. And I hope that you continue to remain inspired. And I invite you, as I always do, when it comes to Parshas Bolak, to go to my website, arigoldweg.com, click the donate button, and help these podcasts continue to come into existence. In our Parsha this week, we have the story of perhaps one of the most nefarious foes that the Jewish people ever faced. He didn't just come to destroy us physically, he came to destroy us spiritually, and he came with a power a power of prophecy, a power of divine inspiration, and he tried to direct that power towards the destruction of the Jewish people, but Hashem would not allow him. Instead, all he could do was say blessings. We're talking here about Bilam, who was hired by Balak, and Bilam is a very interesting character. I'm not going to get so into his character as the particular thing that Bilam saw, as we're going to see the Medrash is going to explain. The unusual power that the Jewish people have to protect ourselves from our foes, to overcome our enemies, whether they are spiritual, whether they are physical, we have a unique capacity, a unique ability, says the Medrash, to face off with our enemies because of our Torah, because of the instructions that our Torah gives us, the unique relationship that we have with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, with God. I'd like to read to you this Medrash. The beginning of the Medrash, it talks about something which seems perhaps unrelated, but it's not It's not so. It is quite related, and it's important and essential, because there are many who would say that our protection, we protect ourselves because of our power, because of our mighty army, because of our nuclear arsenal, because of our protection, our iron dome systems, etc. But the Medrash tells us something quite different. And we're going to see what is that unique protection that we have, that no one else could have, because of our relationship with Hashem, with God. The Pasuk says that Bilam, he raised up his analogy and he started to speak. And he said, blessings of the Jewish people. Halacha, says the Medrash, We find, says the Medrash, a halacha. There's an obligation to wash our hands before we eat. There's an obligation to wash until Sidaim. It's an obligation to wash our hands after we eat as well, before we bench, before we say the grace after meals. We wash our hands again. There's a certain level of obligation to washing one's hands before the meal, which is referred to here as a rishus or a mitzvah. It's an obligation. And a deeper obligation, says the Medrash, and it's brought down the like our Svari friends say. The washing before grace after meals, before the Birkas Hamazin, is an obligation. A deep obligation. We're going to see the importance of these things, because they seem like, yeah, what's the big deal? Wash your hands, don't wash your hands. Medjus is going to tell us two stories that occurred, from which we learn the importance of washing one's hands. And we're going to see that it's not just washing one's hands that's important, but other things as well. Let's see. There was a story that happened 
During the time of a decree, the Jewish people have been through many decrees, trying to destroy us, take away our religion, take away our Jewish identity, trying to get us to assimilate. And there was a particular store owner, he had a restaurant and he would serve meat. And in order to get the people off of his trail, so he sold two kinds of meat. He sold pig's meat, which obviously is not, not kosher, can't be eaten by Jews. And he sold kosher meat. The reason he did this was so that they wouldn't know that he was Jewish. And this is what he would do. The Jewish people, before we eat, before we eat bread, in those days that was the staple, you always ate bread with your meal. When a Jewish person would come in, he would wash his hands in order to eat bread. When a non-Jew would come in, he wouldn't wash his hands. So, the rest of the Ritzur would see, the person didn't wash his hands, he would know, I could serve this person pig's meat. Whenever he would see someone coming, washing his hands, saying perhaps quietly a blessing, so he would know that he should give this person kosher meat. Listen to what happened to a person who was recalcitrant, wasn't careful about the mitzvah, and it seems pretty clear from the Medrash that he wasn't just trying to avoid detection, the Jew who came in. He came in, he didn't wash his hands. So the owner of the restaurant thought that this person was not Jewish. He gave him the meat of a pig. He saw that he ate and he didn't make a blessing on the bread. So it seemed pretty clear this person is not Jewish. So now, the owner of the restaurant came to tell him how much he owed for the meat and for the for the bread. He said, you owe me a certain amount of money, including $10 for the piece of meat that you eat, that you ate. He says, wait, the price was different yesterday. Last time I came to your restaurant, I only paid $8. How come today I'm paying $10? He said, this was pig's meat. It's more expensive. When the person heard, when the Jew heard, when the, the Jew, the customer heard what had happened, he, he was shaken up. He was terrified. Oh no! I'm a hidden Jew. I'm a quiet Jew. You gave me pig's meat. The owner of the restaurant said to him, This is your fault. It's your own fault. When I saw that you didn't wash your hands and you didn't make a blessing, I thought you were a guy. I thought you were not Jewish. And therefore I served you the pig's meat. From this our sages say that if a person is not careful to wash his hands he's going to end up eating pig's meat. It's a very extreme statement but it happened in this story and we need to understand what it means because it doesn't happen every time a person doesn't wash his hands. Right? But we need to understand what does it mean exactly. That's story number one. The importance of washing our hands. Natilis Yadayim. Rebchaim Kenievsky so Zangazun, you should be well. He's very careful to tell people we should be washing. Be careful about Natilis Yadaim. It's an important mitzvah. We'll see it's called a mitzvah kala. It's something that people take lightly. But it's very important. It says the Medrash, 
that was all about Nitzel Sidaim, the washing before. What about washing afterwards? We said a person is obligated to wash before he says the grace after meals. Acharenim Harglas Hanefesh. We're going to see a story that because a person did not wash, he didn't wash his hands after the meal, a death was caused. There was a particular person, there's more to this story actually, it's, it's in the Gemara, I believe it's in uh, Psachim, maybe it's in Yuma, I don't remember exactly where it is, it's brought over here exactly where it's from, oh, it's Yuma, Daf Pig Gimel, I think. Okay, particular guy, actually his name was Kidor, that's what the Gemara says over there, Kidor, so he didn't wash his hands, and he had eaten beans, his hands were still dirty from the beans when he went to a public area. person saw his hands were full of beans. So the person went to his wife. He said to this guy, we'll call him Bob. Bob saw Kidor. He had uh, beans on his hands, not washing his hands after the meal. He goes to the wife of Kidor and he says to her, Bob asked me to get his ring for him, his expensive ring. And he told me to give you a sign that he ate earlier today, he ate beans. So he said, send him the, the, the expensive ring with me, I'll bring it to him. She gave it to him. Her husband came back after a bit of time. This guy was obviously, you know, the way it sounds like from this story, it sounds like he was a thief, but actually he was just getting back what was his. Okay, that's the Gemara over there. So Kidar came back and said to his wife, Where's the where's the ring? He said, Someone came with your with your signs that you had had a, a bean meal. And I gave it to him. He ended up getting angry and killing her. Okay, this is an extreme story. Clearly. We need to understand what the Medrash is trying to teach us. The Medrash finishes off by saying, Therefore, a person is not careful to wash his hands after the meal, before he says the grace after meals. It's as if he has killed someone. Okay? If you don't wash before the meal, it's like you ate pig. If you don't wash after the meal, it's like you've killed someone. This is Tzarek Bir. We need to understand this, right? This is an extreme story. Both are extreme stories. We need to understand what it's coming to teach us. How does this apply to me? I'm not living in a time of danger. I'm not going to kill my wife <laughs> if I don't wash my hands, right? So, what does this mean? What does this mean? Says the Medrash, the opposite side of it. And this is the take-home. This is the takeaway, and it's an important lesson. And we'll see how to understand, in a deeper way, these two stories. Hashem says to the Jewish people, He exhorts us, be careful about the little mitzvahs. Be careful about the, the commandments that don't seem to be so important. They don't seem to be so significant. Does Hashem really care if I rip the toilet paper on Shamas? Does Hashem really care about all the details of the laws of Bayer? Does Hashem really care? Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, says Hashem to us, I care. Listen, be careful about the little mitzvahs. It's a pasuk in Devarim, in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 47. It's not an empty thing from you. It is your life. 
אפילו דבר מסר שאתה רואה את עוסק ריקה וקאלה, בו חייב אריכוס יומן. This is the flip side of it. We talked about an extreme case which seems to be very hard to understand, not, not being careful about a small mitzvah, causes death, causes a person to end up doing a terrible sin of eating pig. Says the Medrash, based on this Pasuk, something that seems to you to be insignificant, to be empty, to be not so important. That mitzvah is where you'll find long life. Life and long life. That's the Pasuk. The importance of a little mitzvah, the importance of a small connection to God. Now listen, now we're going to come back to Bilaam. Amar Kadosh Baruch Yisrael, Hashem says something even deeper. If you are careful about my commandments, we're talking about the fine ones, the little ones, the, the dachistical ones. If you are careful about my commandments, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I will throw down your enemies before you. You want to know how to win against the Bilaam? You want to know how to win against any enemy of the Jewish people? Be careful about the little mitzvahs. Shanemar, Lu Amishemali, Kimat says the Pasuk in Tehillim in Psalms chapter 81, verse 14. If only my people would listen to me. Kimat, the Medrash is Darshan in Kort the Marzu. Kimat, a little bit, on the little things. Their enemies would be humbled before them. When we humble ourselves, it seems to be Mida Kenegad Mida. When we humble ourselves in front of God, completely, down to the last detail, Hashem humbles our enemies in front of us. This is what he saw. This is what Bilaam saw. I don't have any power against the Jewish people, says Bilaam. He says, I see that they're so careful about all the little mitzvahs. He said, how can I curse them? What happens? Right, what's the idea? What a big deal, a little mitzvah, I washed my hands, I didn't wash my hands, I got rid of the dirt on my hands, the beans, whatever. That causes people to kill people. I'm saying, we're talking about nut, nut, nuts. We're talking about nutty people. So that's to measure something amazing, something awesome, something so deep and so important. When I care about the little mitzvah, that little mitzvah, the little commandment of God, God's name is my partner. God is with me. Shenemar Hashem Elikov Imoy says the verse, Hashem, their God is with them. How do we get God in our lives? What does that mean? How do we get God on our side? It means, I draw God into my life. I draw God into my life. I draw God into my life. How do I do that? By fulfilling His will. The more I fulfill God's will, the more I manifest God in the world. The more God is with me. The more God is my partner. Why? Because I'm His partner. I'm just here to be a, a vessel for God's light to come into the world. That's it. There's so many spots. God is everywhere. God is in the details. God is in every spot little DNA strand God is in the grass God is in the in every aspect of my life yeah Hashem cares if I rip the toilet paper on Shabbos yeah Hashem cares Hashem wants me to bring Him everywhere 
He wants me to bring him everywhere. The way that I cut my chicken on Shabbos, the way that I that I open the fruit on Shabbos, the bayrer, the all the different details, the way that I walk around, the way that I talk, the way that I eat, say a blessing, wash my hands. It's every single thing is an opportunity to bring God into my life. says the magician amazing thing and Bilam understood this if if God is with them if God is completely in their lives if they care so much about every detail making sure to bring God into every single little aspect of their lives I can't, I can't curse them if I curse them I'm cursing God person who curses the Jewish people who threatens the Jewish people, he's threatening God. He's facing off with God. Why? Because God's name is in our our name. There's a double aspect here. One thing is that every single thing that we do, we're bringing God. We have an opportunity to bring God into the world. God is our partner, so to speak. There's another thing, says the Medrash. Hashem's name is mixed up in our name. We are called Yisrael. We are called Israel. We're called the Israelites. Yisrael has in it the name Aleph Lamed, which we don't pronounce unless it's part of the prayers, is Kel, Yisrael. At the end of the name is Hashem's name. Within the name of the Jewish people is God's name. If God's name is in our name, the essence of the person, the essence of the nation, is its name that describes who they are. So if God's name is in our name, it means that God is in us. God is with us. And... The name Yisrael, it doesn't say this in the Smedrish, but the name Yisrael, when the Jewish people are Oisim Ritzon Shalmakam, when we do the will of God, that's when we're referred to as, as Yisrael. We're not doing the will of God, we're referred to as Yaakov, as Jacob, the people of Jacob. B'nai Yisrael, when we, when we are the B'nai Yisrael, the sons of Israel, it means that God is in us, God is with us. There's no power for our enemies. Our enemies have no power when we are doing God's will. So now, what happens? Okay. I'm not sure if we need to read the Hemshech. It's interesting, the Hemshech, the continuation is interesting, but I'd like to just come back and try to understand what's going on here in this Medrash. The Medrash is telling us an extremely powerful thing. It's not just telling us that, oh, once it happened that somebody ended up killing his wife, once it happened that somebody ended up eating pig meat, pig's meat because it was they did something, they didn't do the small mitzvah. The Medrash is telling us that the small mitzvah, the small connection that we have to God, is a simon. It's indicative of the fact that we have a much deeper connection to God. If I bring God into my life at every interval, at every moment, at every opportunity, then God is always with me. He's my partner. I'm His partner. We are partners in, in reality, in bringing light into the world. Kidor didn't care too much about the little mitzvahs. I mean, we see who he is. The fact that he didn't do that mitzvah was just indicative of the fact that the little mitzvahs weren't important to him. If the small commandments are not important to the person, it shows that God is not in their life. The fact that he killed someone, it's not a surprise anymore. This person is not a serious person. He doesn't have God in his life. He could take away the life of somebody else. Sorry. 
he could take away the life of somebody else. Why? He doesn't have a chashivas for his own life. He doesn't have a chashivas for the tzelam elikim, for the image of God which is in that other person. A person who's not naital yadam, he didn't wash his hands. He shows that he doesn't have the chashivas, that he doesn't give the significance to bring in God into every moment. So even the things that we think of as bigger things, don't eat pig! It's going to happen to him too. Because it's just not important to him. So the Medrash is teaching us a foundational idea, such a deep idea, such an important idea, that God is in the little things. That throughout our day, throughout our week, throughout our month, throughout our lives, every moment, every moment is an opportunity to fill our lives with godliness. And we all want to know how can we protect ourselves? How can we protect ourselves from Corona? How can we protect ourselves from our enemies who want to destroy us here in Israel? How can we just protect ourselves in America, perhaps even in Europe, from those who seek negative things for the Jewish people? How do we protect ourselves? And how do we protect ourselves, not just that, but even from disasters that might occur? What's the protection? Well, all these negative things, all the power of our enemies comes only, as the Medrash tells us, their only power, the end of the Medrash says, and that's indeed how the Jewish people end up losing through the Averis, the sins that they do with the Benais Midian, with the daughters of Midian. When the Jewish people, when we lose our connection to God, that is when we lose our protection. When we are with God, God is the source of all life. God is the source of all good. God is the source of all protection. When we are doing every little mitzvah, every small opportunity we are taking to connect to God, that is when we have protection. Because life is important to us. Life is important. Godliness is important. God's will is important to us. To the extent that that is true, our lives are important. We are connected to the everlasting life, which is God. I want to bless you. And ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. That we should be able to seek those opportunities. To take advantage of all the opportunities that Hashem has given us. To connect to Him. To bring Him into our lives. We should be zeicha to the words Hashem Elekavimoy. That God is with us. In the little mitzvahs. Washing our hands. The blessings that we make. So many, so many opportunities. So many Mitzvahs and commandments, Hashem should help us to take advantage of them and indeed bring Him into our life and have the protection that we need from all the challenges that we face. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.